Welcome to the Eye on Annapolis Local Business Spotlight. There are thousands of locally owned businesses in the area, some small and some large. Some you may know and others you don't. But one thing they all have in common is a great story, and we want to share it with you. Join us every Saturday as we talk to the founders, the owners, and the managers of local businesses you have come to know and love, and those you will come to know and love. Now here's your host, John Frenet, with this week's Local Business Spotlight. We are here at Maryland Hall again, which is one of my favorite places to be. And we are with the new executive director, Jackie Coleman of Maryland Hall. And first things first, welcome to Annapolis, because you're a newbie. Thank you. Yes, I'm a newbie <laughs> since the end of March. I, you know, I think we first met on your maybe second day, it was at the opening night of the Annapolis Film Festival. And I remember you had that look like, oh God, what the hell are you doing? I have no idea who I who who these people are or whatever, you, your mind was a whirlwind. I was like, okay, well, I'll just shove a business card and say, hey, we'll, we'll talk later. And here we are about three months later. So yes. um, that's good. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what, you know, it's funny, as I sit here and I look across the table with you, I you, you always hear that people have doppelgangers someplace. Now, who do you, do you get, mm -hmm. you do, you do get do. that, do, do get, okay. Um, and I'm just writing this down. And then I'm going to tell you, and then you're going to show and, me. And, I know a hundred percent who you just wrote down. If it's not Liza Minnelli, I would be shocked. All right. What's the damn paper say? Liza Minnelli. <laughs> yes. You okay. know, and, and since, you know, even in my high school years, I went to France on a exchange trip when I was 16 and I was in a cafe and, you know, there was my French teacher and other students and stuff. And this kind of drunk gentleman comes up and he actually thought I was Liza Minnelli and um, asked me for my autograph. Did you give it to him? No. Oh, come on. <laughs> Send the guy home. God, when he sobers up, let's go. I thought I Yeah, no, we laughed and we just said, she's not Liza Minnelli. And I took, I think I took out my passport and showed him that I wasn't. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Well, I, I know when um, my father used to live in Manhattan and most of his career was there and last name was Frenet. But at one point, the food critic for the New York Times was named Frenet and it was pronounced the same way, but was spelled a little bit differently. Okay. And it was wonderful because you could call up and say, hey, yeah, I'd like to get a table for Mr. Frenet and four guests at any restaurant in the, in the city. And they'd be like, yeah, absolutely. When do you want to come? And then we roll in and they're like, you're not the... <laughs> <laughs> but I am. <laughs> it, it, it worked for a while. But, yeah. um, but let's, let's get into talking about Maryland Hall. I mean, you are new to Maryland Hall and to Maryland. You came from New Haven, Connecticut, I believe. Um, actually, Manchester, Hart Hartford, Connecticut. Hartford. Yeah, right outside of Hartford, Manchester. Yes. Okay. Um, well, how did you find us or did we find you or, uh, I mean, kidnapped? Oh, I was kidnapped. No, <laughs> <laughs> no actually, um, you know, it was during COVID and my husband and I had had some conversations and it was, it was time for a change. I really enjoyed what I was doing at the time. I was working for um, a community foundation in Hartford, the Hartford Foundation for Public Giving, doing grant making in the arts sector. But I was also doing grant making in other areas as well. And I wanted to 100% be connected to an arts institution. I think that was something I learned during COVID that life is short and I want to be happy. 
and I want to be inspired every day, and I want to get back to doing what I had been doing in, in my career a few years earlier, which was working in an arts organization. So, and my husband said, you know, I'm game to move. I'm game to shake it up and make a change. So I started to pay attention to job advertisements, and Marilyn Hall had a search committee. The board led a search committee. They posted an ad. I read the ad, uh, made me want to go on the Marilyn Hall website, and when I started digging into the website, I got so excited. I, I was excited about the building. I was excited about the resident companies, uh, about all the classes, the exhibition spaces, just everything. It was just, this was made for me. That's what I said. And I sent my stuff in. It's so funny that you say you're excited about the building because this building really jazzes me too. Mm -hmm. You cannot deny this. This is a 1960s, 50s, 40s high school. Yes. I hear um, it was built in the thirties actually. Okay. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is what it is. This is its roots, but I'll tell you the auditorium I think has great acoustics. It's a great place to see a rock band. It's a great place to see a speech. It's a great place to, you know, all the things that happen in the community in the auditorium and down, down below in the new Bowen theater. It's not so new anymore. It's a couple of years old, but the building is just amazing. And there's history and you come in and you, you smell it, you feel it, the, you know, you just look down at the treads on the steps and you see how they're worn and you just know that there have been generations of people that have gone to school here. And I think that's just so cool because it's the history and which ties, certainly ties in with the arts and everything else. I agree. I agree. And I've had, I've had the pleasure of having countless people pop their head into my office and tell me they went to high school here. I know it's, it's it's so wonderful. It's so exciting. <laughs> I, I know there was one up in one of the galleries upstairs. There was a, a discussion held by Ralph Crosby, who uh, wrote a book called uh, Memoirs of a Main Street Boy. And he'd grown up on Main Street and went to, went and, and same thing. It was like you know, making this presentation where I, you know, this may have been like where I did detention you know, <laughs> you know, 50 years ago or whatever it was. It yes, was yes. really kind of neat. But how do you like Annapolis? I love Annapolis. Oh, it's beautiful. My husband describes, I say this to everybody, my husband describes it as being on vacation all the time. I mean, it's like coming to a vacation spot, you know, the, the water, uh, the, the weather, you know, the, oh, we love Quiet Waters Park. Right. Love it. Love it. Love all the little stores and restaurants. We haven't had a bad meal. Um, and we live over in Eastport, so we're enjoying some of the the highlights over there. Have, in have, you, have you gotten into any of the, the little funky Eastport traditions? Let's see, since March, I mean, they had the um, the .05k bridge run. Did you see that one? I did not see that. No, no. Um, it's a I, rolling race. Is it? Yeah, it's from one side of the bridge to the other. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, that's so long. They've got a, they've got a water spot in the middle. You know, you can stop and rest Take a and little, everything. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. good. They, they health health first. You know? <laughs> I heard about um, that, though. Um, I did hear about yeah. that race. And I heard something about a tug of war. The tug of war. That's yeah. the first Sunday or first Saturday in November. Okay. And um, that's basically they get an Annapolis team over down at um, City Dock at the park. Okay. And then down in front of the chart house and uh, between chart house and bread and butter kitchen. Okay. And there's a giant rope and there's hundreds of people that pull on each other. And Eastport tends to dominate on that one. Though. They <laughs> Annapolis is not quite as as brutally strong to do the tug of war, but it's it's a lot of fun, and they do they do a lot of things that raise money for local organizations, um, and it's 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 all started. But do you know how it started? No, that, no. Well, Eastport's got this whole like we're independent, the MRE Maritime Republic of Eastport, and they closed the bridge for six months, I think it was, to redo it. The uh, State Highway Administration and Eastport businesses were like, "How the hell are we going to survive?" Um, you know, this is you know, our, our artery and they, they, 
you know, seceded from the city and, you know, all of this, it, it was all tongue in cheek and everything else. So it was, and it worked out really well. People were like, okay, these guys are just a little bit nuts. We need to go out and support them. And, and it worked. I mean, now 20 years later, it's, they're still doing it, which is kind of fun. That is fun. But yeah. well, Marilyn Hall, I mean, you like I said, you came here late in March. Mm-hmm. How's it going as the new executive director? New-ish. New-ish. It's, it's great. It, you know, I, I will say uh, the staff is awesome. They are. They, Do they think you're awesome? I think they think I'm awesome. Okay. I think they do. Okay, we'll go talk to them a little bit. You can go talk to them a little bit. Yeah, get the real scoop, right, when I'm not there. Uh, But no, they really are. They, you know, Marilyn Hall, from what I understand, before COVID, was a staff of 20. And when I got here, it was 12, three of which were part-time. So, and we were reopening. So we were trying to go back to doing all the things we did before, but with half the amount of people. So, you know, I was talking to the staff and they're all doing two, three, four jobs. So I am thrilled that in these last two weeks, we have welcomed three new staff members and we have one more coming in next week. So we are getting back up to full staff capacity. Well, there's no... um you know, it's, it's not an easy task running this, this facility. And I, I think, you know, we've got resident companies that are here. And that's where most people, I sort of think about Maryland. Oh, yeah, let's go, let's go look at the opera. Let's go check out the ballet. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and, but they sort of like are independent, but you do need to sort of manage them. As well, so I mean, it takes an awful lot. I mean, you've got the facilities. So you, Dennis, who is just absolutely wonderful with uh, making sure that you know everything is where it needs to be, and and you've got to answer the needs to the community as far as their thirst and hunger for arts. And you can't be pigeonholed into yes, we're just doing painting, or yes, we're just doing pottery. I mean, because you are. I mean, the the tagline used to be art for all. Is it art still for all? It still, it still is. is. We are committed to art for all. And, and that's any number of different ways that you can look at that. That's art for all. That can be art for you, art for me, art for the kid out on the street, art for uh, the person, the visitor that's coming in here. But it could also mean, you know, you look into, you know, into pottery. You can look into, um, you know, visual arts. You can do, you know, the tactile arts outside. You've got the wonderful, the tree sculpture. And I can't, I'm drawing a blank on the artist who did the sculpture in the tree. And you've got, you know, it's it's everywhere uh, on this property. And I remember way back when somebody had looked at the back of the building, at the back of the auditorium and said, you know, we've got these windows boarded up that are looking out onto Bates, which is the arts magnet for mm-hmm, the school. Mm-hmm. It's like, what a perfect place to put little window murals. And, and they're, so just walking around the building, it is art for all and it is art everywhere, which is really kind of cool. Okay, in the four months that you've been here, <laughs> What what surprised you the most? I mean, everything's not available on the website. Well, they they hide the bodies someplace else. They don't put them on the website. <laughs> <laughs> what surprised me the most? Let's see. Well, you know, it was a pleasant surprise pretty early on to be in here and to suddenly hear, you know, like an orchestra roaring or a sound check to a band, you know, a Rams head band or, you know, to little kids voices running down the hall, preparing for their dance recital. I mean, it's just, it's different than a regular office. So that was, that was really fun. And then I will say um, the one thing that surprised me that I didn't know 
from the web. Maybe I was, should have looked deeper into the website, <laughs> but I didn't know we um, actually have the license of a radio station, Crab Radio. Mm-hmm. I didn't know about that. Um, and Crab, we were we were partnering with the school district to deliver the content on Crab Radio, but they are they've exited from that part of the relationship. So we are Crab will be reemerging, and um, we're going to take it in house. And our outreach coordinator Ken Starks is actually working with some youth on some podcasts and 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 some other really exciting programming for crab radio so i mean yeah i just didn't even you know it's like oh of course there's a radio station of course we have a gift shop we have a art thing store we have a cafe when are they opening um, they're targeting they're targeting august okay to open art things and for those that aren't aware art things was a just a, a store that had been in west annapolis forever and ever and ever and ever uh it was ultimately sold and they Kobe came around, they turned around and they had a space here in Maryland Hall that they were able to operate. And, and it's it's really fine art supplies if you ever need, and I say fine, I don't mean that in a hotsy-totsy way, but I mean it's you know a true art supply store. It's not Michael's where you can go get a box of, I mean you probably get a box of crowns, but I mean, no, it's, <laughs> but it's not, you know, it's not that type of a thing. I mean, if you're looking for canvases, if you're looking for specific types of paints or pastels or anything like that, and um Ultimately, you know, with COVID and everything else, it wasn't working. But now, as you said, as the building is reopening, they were able to sell it. And Kamasel Brown, who is uh, actually one of my classmates at Leadership Anne Arundel, he's a, a great muralist around. He's going to be painting with Cindy Fletcher Holden, the mural on the side of the Arundel Center, uh, had purchased it with a partner. Todd Black. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and I am so excited to see that opening again. Oh, yeah. Oh, we are so excited. And all of the teachers in the building. You sure. know, the art teachers, especially, you know, visual art teachers specifically, they're really excited to see that opening, you know, and to have that right there on the yeah, ground floor. Yeah, down there so, handing yeah. a new, new tube of goop to work yeah. on. The, on the- Got to go get my, my supplies, you know. So, yeah, I think it's I think it's pretty terrific. Okay. What's what's your biggest challenge? Have you figured, have you identified your biggest challenges coming here yet? Um, well, I like to look at things as opportunities, um, but I think a big challenge that is facing all of us right now is what's going on in the world. I think we're, you know, uh, we're a divided time and place. Really? In the in the in the world? Where do you see that? Oh, you know, <laughs> here and there, and you know, um, and and you know, and what's going on, frankly, with the financial market. You know, um, I think that's giving a lot of people pause to to be concerned about well what's you know some the uncertainty of it all and yet the importance of the arts at a time of uncertainty at a time of you know of division to be able to unite people and it's so you know so the arts are so important but i think there's it's there's a tension you know that exists well i think i think arts i mean you say it's an opportunity and, and i certainly think it is but i mean arts really has a way of equalizing that to a degree yes. i mean you sit there and you know I can read a, a piece of poetry or or a novel. Okay, that's called a novel is art. I yeah, mean, it's just, writing, creative writing, um, and it can totally change my. I could be you know stressed to the max right now because you know I made the stupid mistake of opening my four hundred one k and looked at the statement. You know right, what I mean? Right. Right. <laughs> so, yes. So it's like you know, and, and as I look on the table here, I could look at the Art and Public Places Commission book and and say, oh, you know, look at all these great murals. Maybe I'm going to go. I'm just getting out. I'm going to take a day and walk around town and see all these murals. Um, you know, it, it's, you know, maybe I want to go see, um, a show. I want to come see it. Maybe it's a Ram's head show that's bringing here to their larger audience. Maybe it's, maybe it's the ballet, maybe it's the opera. And, you know, we've just got such a wealth of opportunity here. 
and it's low cost opportunity, mm -hmm. uh, even no cost opportunity. Yeah, we have I, no cost opportunities as well. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, it costs nothing to come in here and browse the galleries right. and see the talent um, that's that's here. Uh, most of the front steps, stairs, front steps, front stairs, stairs. Front stairs. stairs. Yeah. I always have steps. I always screw that up. <laughs> and that was something that was born of co in COVID. Yes. It was like, okay, well, we can't have hundreds of people in the building, so we'll put them out on the front yard. And uh, we'll build a little stage. Uh, I, I saw several movies there when they did it with the, um, you know, with the Kunitz Center and the film festival brought some movies in a couple of years ago. Uh, and God, we're referring to COVID as a couple of years ago. It's kind of crazy. I know. <laughs> uh, but it, it's, and it's continued. I mean, it was so, and it's, it, you know, there, there'll be a food truck out there. There'll be mm -hmm. a little bit of a stage. I mean, you've got some, uh, you know, the, the hood to good guys that mm -hmm. are going to be there. You've got the Navy band that jumps in there. There are, I don't know whether there's any movies scheduled this summer or not. But it's like Friday. I think there's some indoor movies scheduled. In yeah. I mean, there's some Friday evenings that are out there and it's, you know, oh, yeah. provided that the weather is, you know, not pouring rain, bring a blanket, bring a lawn chair, kick down and, and check it out because it brings it to you. Um, the resident companies, obviously, they go out into the community there. You know, I know the uh, Pops in the Park, I think, is moving from Quiet Waters, which it always was. I think they're going to Downs this year. Mm -hmm. um, so their Labor Day, free Labor Day concert. And... You know, there's just so much art around the town when you look at it. I mean, public art, obviously, but just in general. And Maryland Hall is the nucleus of it. It's the, it's the center. I mean, you're the, the hub of the wheel that sends it out around. And, uh, you know, I, I, don't envy, I don't envy you, but I do envy you. And <laughs> uh, certainly, certainly we appreciate you. Um, you know, you are running, pretty much running the show now here. I mean, they, they gave you the keys to the front door, right? They did. And okay. the back door. Ooh, and the side doors. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. And I have the master to all the rooms, too. Ooh. Okay. So they must believe in you. They do. They do. Okay. Well, you've got 19 bosses, which, in my yes. humble opinion, <laughs> is way too many. And after we stop recording, I'll tell you the ones that need to go. But that's... <laughs> See, I can say that. You can't say that. <laughs> but it's... Uh, no, I mean, I mean, gosh, 19 people on a board is mm -hmm. crazy. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I think, like, committees of more than two are nuts. But that's... <laughs> That's just that's just me. But where what's your vision moving forward for for Maryland Hall? I mean, you uh, you know, and and I'm sure it is starting to maybe gel a little bit now, and it's certainly going to. I mean, the visions always will change. I mean, this I, I can ask that question a year and a half or two years from now. It's going to be totally different because I mean, things change. Yeah, the context of the world and, mm -hmm. and what what's going on with the space. Well, um, actually, this is perfect timing because I think it was at our last board meeting a week or so ago. Um, I shared a vision with the board and I shared a vision with the staff. Um, some and I wanted to find a way to synthesize it and say it simply so that they could go out and share the vision of Maryland Hall. So it's really three phrases. Reimagine, rebuild, reach beyond. Okay. All right. That's, that's fairly succinct, fair, right? fairly succinct and, and self explanatory. So, and and reimagine, just to give you some examples of some things in each of the categories. So, in reimagining, uh, we have, you know, Marilyn Hall Presents mm -hmm. that series, and we're going to continue that. Uh, this year, we're reimagining a component of that. We're going to have Marilyn Hall Presents Healing Conversations. We have a theme this year of healing. Um, we want to start adding some forums, some discussions, maybe with some experts in the field, some scholars, some authors. Um, so we're going to do three healing conversations in the Bowen. One in November is going to be around art therapy. 
One in March will will focus on creative writing as a healing tool, which you just mentioned that. And then the one in May, we're targeting the LGBTQ community um, and trying to create a forum that would be of interest interest to that community. That's great. You know, we mentioned about the LGBTQ uh, community, and and I've talked with Jeremy Browning several times um, with Annapolis Pride and uh, you know, Annapolis is a very, um, it's a, it's a, it's a great community for the LGBTQ crowd. Um, but one thing that he always had said that it, it's, ne- they've never, that crowd has never felt unwelcome, but the LGBTQ doesn't have a, a solid place, you know, uh, the gay bar, uh, you know, the type of a thing there. And that's all starting to change out of a, out of a project coming out of Anne Arundel Community College that may be changing soon. Um, Great. But that's, you know, but as we look at the way the Pride Parade and Festival came and how that, uh, I mean, it, it shot out of a cannon in 2019. It was just, you weren't here, but it was just absolutely amazing. I'm sitting here looking, I went into it going like, okay, this can go one of two ways. This can go amazingly or amazingly bad because Ward One is all you know so puckered up, and I mean, how how outrageous is the parade going to be? It was just the most wonderful thing. It was all about love, and it was about acceptance and everything else. And it was great. And twenty twenty two was equally yeah, was- equally as good. So I'd love to see that we're starting not starting, but we're continuing to increase. The acceptance of all, which again brings it back art to the for art all. for all. Yes, yeah. So yeah, and we're we're reimagining all of yes, all of that. And I'm actually meeting with Jeremy this afternoon to have deeper conversations about. You know, we we obviously are connected to the Pride Parade because of the root and where sure. it lands. But what? How else can Maryland Hall be welcoming to the community? You know, not just in June, right? You know, but all year round. Oh, so. sure, absolutely, absolutely. Well, I'll tell you. You know, you you also said. Moving forward and reach beyond, reach beyond, reach beyond. Yes. And you had mentioned earlier about act one, act two and everything else. And there was at some point an act three scheduled. Mm -hmm. Is that still in, in the works? And that now, as far as the acts go, that was act one, I believe was like the rehab of the interior of the auditorium with the seats and the, and I'm going to screw up the word, but the protégés or whatever those parterres parterres that, that sit <laughs> up on the side and yes yeah the good seats <laughs> um and uh act two was the expansion of the wing in the back which had the the new green rooms and the meeting rooms and the dressing rooms and the the storage and the elevator and the elevator and the ability to load a piano so you don't have to bring it up the front stairs right <laughs> well, it was a good addition <laughs> and uh i i think i've got my axe correct yes. as far as what they were and then there was an act three which i know was going to get like the um the balcony seats it was part of that and there were some other things but is that is that still in the works yeah act three was uh actually an extension on the other side of the building you know how there's the yeah. act two was it's going to be mirror that on the other side it would create a lobby for the bowen it would create some additional dressing rooms um it would create a walkway from over there into the main building, right in the gallery, um, there would be an elevator. There, so there would be another nice entrance, like mm-hmm. handicap entrance, be able to come up and come over and come into the space. And, you know, a number of other things. And I've seen the plans and we've had, you know, conversations about them so I could understand them. Um, I think at this point, you know, we're, we're thinking about our bond bill that sure. uh, we have until 2026, thanks to Mike Bush. Um, and what what was originally planned for that was HVAC renovation and sort of 
where what what we want to do with that how that could fit in is there um is there interest in more like is there is there because obviously we'd have to raise funds you sure, know sure. so so Details. Is <laughs> so you know so what is when is the right time and what is the right sequencing of you know rebuilding or or reimagining or reaching beyond you know so i i don't have a definitive answer for you i'm sort of kicking it down the field but i will say you know, I'm, le- I'm learning all about it. I'm learning all about the building. Um, I think we're talking about reactivating a facilities team, you know, with board members um, to, to be able to have further conversations and, and really decide what is feasible, doable, appropriate, and part of our vision. Right. And you've also got to look at timing, too. And you mentioned, you know, with the economy and everything else, I mean, I'm sure getting, you know, leadership gifts and stuff like this at this point is probably a little bit more challenging than it was three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's. Uh, but I but- think I, but at the same time, I think there's great opportunity. Um, I think one of the, back to your question about challenges earlier, was that we can't program the main theater and Bowen at the same time often because of the sound. So some of the things that would happen with some renovations, with even the HVAC renovation, would uh, improve the the leakage of sound between the spaces so we might then be able to have two spaces to be able to use at the same time which would be huge which would be huge open up a lot of doors where are you going to park all these people <laughs> oh there, well we still have you know we have lot d we have lot a we That's have right, lot b right, and, right. You know, as long, and, as, long as the school's not in session you can. yes yes i know i know well hey you know and i have heard the naval academy will work with you and send shuttles down you know we've had that for for i know that was juneteenth that they right. were using that there right so. Absolutely. Well, you know, there's so much stuff that goes on here. I mean, I was just my notes here. I was putting down this. I mean, you've got classes. Okay. So you can come and learn how to do art. You've got exhibits that are constantly evolving, both inside and outside. Mm-hmm. You've got shows. You'd mentioned Maryland Hall, the Maryland Hall series. You've got the Rams Head comes in here. Uh, Ignite will be coming in here September 11th for their fifth one. You've got the resident companies. You've got retail. You've got a cafe, mm-hmm. which is operated by South the kids out of South River, mm-hmm. um, which is which is great. Outdoor, like I say, outdoor art and anything else. I mean, is there anything else that I'm missing or that people don't know about Maryland Hall? Well, we partner. I mean, you mentioned Bates, but there are key partner school, um, Bates Middle School. They actually do some of their end of year performances on mm-hmm. our main stage, and I, I have heard. I've gotten I've gotten a note from a parent about how excited their child was to be in a professional space and to have that opportunity. Um, I hear from the teachers how it literally elevates their work, the quality of their work to be in a professional setting. Uh, We're also trying to deepen our partnership with Bates. We are creating student ticket packages this year. So it's going to be like a subscription for students that are in the performing visual arts track. Great. Yeah, they'll be able to access um, affordably priced tickets uh, either like for two events or up to four events. Um, the resident companies are participating. Ramshead is participating. So we're going to offer those tickets um, at $20 each. They'll be able to access one, one student ticket, one adult ticket, both at $20 each. Oh, awesome. So yeah, so we're excited to launch that and open that up. Um, you know, with wanting to provide different opportunities for families and parents to come come and see things here. Well, that is a critical thing. I mean, get get in the front doors. Yeah. Uh, there's yeah. so much that's going on. Uh, you know, the film festival was had had the building a buzz with the films in the main auditorium as well as down downstairs and food trucks out front and and everything else. And uh, you look at just all of the stuff. I mean, Ramshead brings their shows in here. Maryland Hall has their own shows that they present. The resident companies that are here. And when all of that's not going on, there's other things that are coming in mm-hmm. to the different auditoriums 
I know the film festival does through their film system, Annapolis Film Society brings in mm-hmm. uh, monthly films periodically. Pretty yeah. Um, pretty much like every month, month and yeah. a half or something like that. Um, and you see some wonderful, wonderful films. Uh, we saw King Richard before it even hit the theaters uh, last year, which is uh, kind of neat. It was uh, up for an Oscar. Yes, and, yes. Um, before, before Will Smith punched Chris Rock. It was, uh, <laughs> you know, we'll see. Never, never a dull moment. Good to see there's drama someplace in Hollywood as well as... Uh, right, <laughs> off screen and on screen. and yeah. Everywhere else. And you had mentioned about the, the ticket packages yes. that for the, for the kids. And that sort of leads into the support. I mean, Maryland Hall doesn't exist without support. I mean, you, Jackie does not live on a bond bill from Mike Bush alone. No. You know, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's wonderful to have it, but it's... Uh, yeah, that's just for the building, just to yeah. help the build, not to the run the inside things that are happening in the building. Right. But how do we support Maryland Hall? What 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 does Joe Blow on the street have to do to support Maryland well, Hall? Well, Joe has a lot of options. Joe can become a member of Maryland Hall. Joe can take classes, register for classes. That would help support us. Could make a donation. Um, you could even become a volunteer. You know, if if that's if you don't have the opportunity to give money, uh, we have a strong volunteer cord and a fantastic staff person who manages the volunteers. Um, Pretty much all of the people that take tickets or work the bar at our events are volunteers. Uh, We actually have, you know, sometimes volunteers in here doing things like painting if we need to paint something in the building or helping us to move things. So, yeah, they can be utilized. Yeah, in a lot of different ways. Uh, We have a major event coming up on, on. September 9th, which you can buy a ticket to and attend Arts Alive. It's our annual fundraiser. Uh, we will also have a silent auction that you can bid on items, even if you don't come to Arts Alive. You should um, come to Arts Alive. But you should come to Arts Alive. We have, we have um, Ram's Head is our presenting sponsor this year. Right. Thank you, Ram's Head. And they are providing for us the Yacht Lobsters. Mm-hmm. So we will have some fun music and dance happening. Uh, all the resident companies will be also participating and sharing and presenting at the, you know, at the event on this on the ninth. I remember the first Arts Alive uh, you do? when when Linnell Bowen's idea came up when she was the former executive director here, and it was to buy like four windows in the front of the building. That was that was the that was the goal to raise enough money to. Buy the, some, four buy, buy the four mm-hmm. windows in the, mm-hmm. in the front of the building. And it has grown into be one of the, one of the events of, it, it is a, the arts event of the year, but it is grown to be one of the biggest events uh, or the must attend events in Annapolis each year. It's, it's always a lot of fun and it's, it's moved. I mean, it used to be now you're outside and uh, I mean, it was inside at one point and you know, at the outside in the tent and it's just wonderful. Yeah. We're going to be in parking lot B. We're taking over parking lot B. Okay, What's parking lot B? Parking lot B is when you come in Caraway mm-hmm. into Maryland hall up Caraway, you, the first parking lot on your right, it's a very large parking lot. We're going to put a tent over it. Okay. Just and past the townhomes. Just are... past the townhomes. Okay. Yes. And, um, yeah, we're going to, we have, a state of the art, modernized, uh, Bobby's potties will be available outside. They're air conditioned and everything. There will be a stage underneath the tent. Right. Um, and this year's, uh, arts alive is arts alive global come sail the world. So you'll have the opportunity to sample world food and, um, experience the world, the flavors from across the world. Always a lot of fun. Oh, and, it'll be fun. And it's, uh, it's a very well worth your 
worth the money to uh, to attend. And certainly Bit, because I mean, the auctions are going to have some great stuff there oh, as well. Terrific stuff, yes. And, and I, know, I mentioned the film festival a couple of times, bringing in their things. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you've got a facility here that's not, I mean, nothing's happening here right now. I say nothing today, but I mean, there's no performances happening right now as we're speaking. Not um, as we're speaking, but we are expecting a few today because the summer, it's Friday and the summer camps culminate and have performances on Friday. So if you want to stick around, you might be able to find some, some lovely performances later today. Very nice. But can, I mean, is the facility available for other people to, to use, to rent? I mean, if, if there's a, like a company that is, you know, I say the Naval, my Naval Academy's got all their own facilities, stuff like that. But I mean, if there's a company that has a, maybe a shareholders Mm -hmm. meeting or maybe there's a, a crab sailing needs to pitch a whole bunch of big investors for whatever it is to, I mean, is, is this available? Absolutely. We have some really beautiful spaces um, that we can provide audiovisual support for, depending on what your event is and what you need. We have a community space that could be great for meetings or receptions. I mean, and then, of course, we have a 725-seat main theater, and then the Bowen, which, uh, when seated with rows, can seat, seat 180. But you could also put round tables with chairs. Right. We have the screen you know, all set up in that room. And in addition, we have other rooms throughout the building that are available for even smaller, more intimate events. So come on over and, and take a take a walk around. We'll show you what we got. And um, we're definitely open. And we would love to see you here. Well, the website is marylandhall.org. And that's um, where you can get all the information. That's a great place to start. And, um, you know, I'll, I'll tell you, you know, the other thing that you can do really to support Maryland Hall, um, if you are unable to volunteer or donate or, or come to a show or can't find the time or something like that, just pass the word. Let let your neighbors know that we've got this gem sitting right here. Let's not keep Maryland Hall a secret. Um, there's some restaurants that we want to keep secret and keep all the you know all the crowds out. But Maryland Hall, we want the <laughs> we want the crowds to know about this. Uh, it's you know it's got such history. It's got such a future to it, and it's it's just a very unique place. And it's it's a real true gem for Annapolis and Anne Arundel County. It really is. Um, you know, as we start to wrap up, let's say. You know, you said you've discovered some different things. You didn't realize you had a radio station here and stuff like that. Let's say you get down into the basement and you find uh, Al Capone's vault just stuffed with money. Okay. And you, and you, you can't even get to the bottom of the pile of Al Capone's money there. <laughs> um, what's Jackie Coleman do with that? Oh, boy. Okay. Well, I think Act 3 comes to mind right off the okay. bat. Um, some of the physical stuff in the building, trying to get the, the Bowen and the main hall to be able to be utilized at the same time. Um, I think opening up the doors to perhaps some more uh, free performances, you know, both on the stage and maybe in the front, the front stairs series. And then, you know, to support some of our, I actually haven't talked much, but we have some really awesome outreach stuff happening. You know, I know uh, Ken Starks, again, I'm going to mention him and Laura Brino uh, working really hard. And there's a, I think it's going to be launching in July. I wish I knew which day of the week, but down in the cafe, one particular evening a week, I think at 530, they're planning to just have like an open mic, like a poetry night or a sharing of, you know, they're starting with having some of the Bates kids come over, but we're just trying to activate the space. And if I found that vault, with the endless cash in it, you know, I'd probably have some food and beverage that I'd offer up free to get some people to come in and maybe share, you know, on an open mic situation or, you know, a poetry slam or something like that. I think doing some more events like that to to really invite people in, make them feel safe. And then I think in our outreach programs, what, what they could really use help with is transportation. So I might take some of that money in the vault and maybe 
I don't know. A couple shuttle buses. Yeah, and- shuttle buses, maybe paint a bus and have it be the Maryland Hall bus or something. You know, I think that I think that would be a joy, a joy to have. That that great ideas. Okay, so we need to get digging in the basement. Okay, because okay. we don't know that it's not there. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but we've got to ask the trust the historical trust before we dig anywhere. Oh gosh, they're a pain in the neck. They, you know, they get their fingers into everything. You know, they ruin everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're there to try to keep things not like from being ruined. You know, the historical piece. So, right. True. Yeah. Well, you know, Maryland Hall is actually still owned by the school district. It is. And I know you got uh, a special dispensation from some higher being to be able to start booze in here, which is probably the greatest thing in the world <laughs> to be able for an intermission to go out and get a glass of wine or get a beer, or, you know, just enjoy it or even, you know, you go look at a gallery opening and... It's nice to have wine and cheese at a gallery opening. Yeah, absolutely. Is, is it really a gallery opening if you don't? I don't it's, know. That's a good question. That's be, a good question. We'll have to, next time, we'll be. bring in some people and argue that. <laughs> we'll, we'll worry about that. <laughs> Jackie Coleman, thank you so much for your time this morning and congratulations on, you know, landing the gig. We are so happy to have you here. We're so excited about what the future holds for Maryland Hall. Uh, as it continues to be the gem that we that we know and love and that everybody else should know and love. And um, for those that are listening, spread the word. Let them know. Go MarylandHall.org. Just, it's deep. Go find out everything that they offer. If you can get to Arts Alive in September, do it. It's uh, It'll be a great night under the stars. And, uh, you know, I've done enough business with Ram's head over the years that I mean they don't do anything half assed. So it's it's gonna be it's gonna be off the charts fun night. And seriously, welcome to Annapolis and Thank you. Um, you know, whatever we can do to, you know, help you guys out, um, never never hesitate to ask because we are a friendly town. I was talking to uh, some of the people from Sailor Oyster Bar that had their mm-hmm. fire. Mm-hmm. And just the and we were going over on the outreach that the community pulls together for like during COVID, what they did for businesses and restaurants and and you know, when buildings burned down and you know, we were a very giving community in Anne Arundel County in Annapolis. And you know, we've got to include Maryland Hall too. So get out, support, see a show, go to one of the one of the resident companies, see one of their shows, donate, become a member. And, and, and I'm a- always my door is always open if you want to just grab coffee and tell me, you know, what you'd like to see at Maryland Hall that isn't here doors open. That's true. I just walked right in here, sat down at the table and said, Hey, let's talk. (laughs) (laughs) Jackie Coleman, thank you so much. And welcome again to Annapolis. I uh, hope you and your husband continue to live in this wonderful vacation place that we are fortunate enough to call home and um, look forward to some great things out of Maryland Hall. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thanks for listening to this week's Local Business Spotlight. Please make sure to visit ionanapolis.net for all your local news, events, and opinion. And in case you haven't already, please subscribe to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief, where we bring you all the day's local news direct to your phone, tablet, or computer in about 10 minutes. It comes to you at 6 a.m. every Monday through Friday, and you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.